an intimate view of robert g ingersoll by isaac newton baker recorded by michelle fry baton rouge louisiana this librivox recording is in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. an intimate view frontispiece publisher's note and chapter one frontispiece more than any man of his day he wrote and spoke and labored for the unshackled healthy brain and untrammeled truthful tongue copyright nineteen twenty by c p farrell new york dedication to the memory of the great and good ingersoll to his peerless wife and daughters whom he exalted above divinities to his faithful relatives mr and mrs farrell and to all his devoted family this wholly inadequate portraiture publisher's note this well-entitled intimate view although really a grateful tribute was originally prepared by mr baker shortly after mr ingersoll's death as a memorial for the private possession of the ingersoll family by their permission and on the urgency of friends it is now given to the public in a revised and somewhat enlarged form it speaks eloquently for itself and is submitted in the confident belief that it will be warmly welcomed and highly appreciated in a wide circle of readers it will certainly be regarded as a thoughtful and true if necessarily partial exposition of the views of mr ingersoll and a finely drawn portrait of the personality of the great agnostic of the century c p farrell new york november first nineteen nineteen chapter one since the passing of this great and good this loving and lovable man many eloquent tributes to his memory have been written and spoken these tributes have come from all parts of the world and from all classes and conditions of men they have reflected through the press the platform the pulpit and private correspondence the general and genuine esteem and admiration in which mr ingersoll was held many who opposed or seemed to oppose his religious views and resented or seemed to resent his manner of expressing them have in their finer moods unheeded by the fires of controversy admitted and admired the strength and sincerity of his convictions the wonderful way in which he maintained them and the purity and exaltation of his character and purpose even theological bitterness was silenced in the presence of death or turned as in some instances into generous eulogism magnanimous foes whom he had defeated in the forum of debate conceded the greatness and goodness of the man and acknowledged the magnitude and value of the work he did in the world no adequate portraiture it would seem therefore that little can be added that nothing more can be said worth the saying that the field has been harvested it is only in the hope of garnering grains ungathered by other gleaners that the present sketch has been attempted it does not aspire to the rank of extended biography its simple purpose is to show mr ingersoll as he appeared to one who had unusual opportunities of knowing him to one whose high privilege it was to be in almost daily contact with him for many years the writer is only too conscious that even with this advantage what skill he may have must fall far short of any adequate portraiture 
he covets a fineness of perception a keenness and breadth of intellectual vision a balance of judgment a strength of statement and a grace of style he has not fitly to undertake the study only a genius can portray a genius only a master of expression can express a master and the writer has been but an unpretending pupil sitting at a great master's feet any faithful sketch of such a man from such a source must therefore be a eulogy admiration cannot be restrained feeling cannot be repressed nor can the flow of truthful phrase be checked when a loving pupil wields the brush or guides the pen no matter from what point of view he sees the subject the same commanding figure is before him all the rays of white light focused on mr ingersoll reveal him as a man of the highest strongest finest mental and moral fiber such a man indeed as nature bears but once among countless millions of her human children my acquaintance with mr ingersoll began soon after the death of his brother eben and while the immortal words spoken at the funeral were still thrilling through the world literature has no parallel to this tribute by a brother living to a brother dead these brothers were lovers and never failed each day on reaching their office to give a warm embrace the sign they first hung out as law partners became a sacred thing to robert and in all his changes of location from peoria to washington to new york wherever he chanced to be he kept that modest little sign in constant view from the desk in his private office i entered this office in eighteen seventy nine as mr ingersoll's secretary and remained with him continuously until in eighteen ninety two a period of nearly fourteen years during all this time it was my privilege to be with him in business hours in days of leisure of travel and of social intercourse to be honored by his friendship entrusted with his confidence and with my wife enrolled almost as a member of that beautiful family of which he was creator and inspirer son and shield End of chapter one